Think we got it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should be good. This this is movies, a podcast about the act of <laughs> cinema. No. <laughs> I just think it's a good intro. I just said I said we need I wish I said the same thing every time. Let's adopt things from better podcasts. Oh, come on now. That's I don't know. <laughs> it's not it's not you don't want me to spend thirty minutes talking about how awesome it is to see that gorillas exist and going, Oh, Oh, that's like the most famous podcast in the world. We could take a couple of things from Joe Rogan. <laughs> I I guess yeah. It's um the best way I've fucking ever heard that explained. There was this 4chan green text where someone said that Joe Rogan is like if podcasts existed in like Genghis Khan's time and that he just like conquered all of Asia and then forced intellectuals to explain things to him that he was curious <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> he was like you know uh <laughs> people say the dmt world is not real but joe has seen it and joe thinks it's real you explain <laughs> this to joe <laughs> i actually never i i did i've been watching combat sports for years joe rogan's been involved in combat sports for the entire time that i've been able to to consume the content basically and I never realized that he was only five foot seven. That is fucking <laughs> so funny. That's like very small for a human man. He's five seven. Like he'll fuck me up, right? He's he's yoked. He's on steroids. He's like several times over a black belt in jujitsu and like a kickboxing champion. But you know, he's also probably almost disabled. He's so small. <laughs> did you see i don't this is weird because this has been in the news did you see the guy who did the skywriting yeah that's how i found out that he was only five foot seven there's a guy paid enough money to have somebody skywrite joe rogan is literally five foot seven in the sky it's fucking amazing could you it costs like fucking fifteen thousand. <laughs> what an amazing troll dude that's fucking great yeah, man we we are in the future now Right, some like some guy made a bunch of money in a, a a fake thing called Dogecoin, and then used it to talk about how the number one internet radio guy is five foot three. <laughs> That's fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, that is that is a good side of the future. Not like the whole Jeffrey Epstein having like billions of dollars and using it to create a fucking sex trafficking, you know. Uh, organization with other millionaires but like the fact that one dude trolled joe rogan with skywriting is the evidence or where in the future times man okay speaking of epstein uh sunday school first ever apology we got to issue an apology why sky williams <laughs> we have to apologize to sky williams we do it's not real <laughs> It just, we dunked on him like two episodes ago. We were talking about how he's like the Epstein of Twitch. Right. And now it's apologize to Sky was trending on Twitter. Apparently like three people just lied. <laughs> that really happened. <laughs> did we defame this motherfucker? We did. We talked a bunch. We were like, yeah, this gay black 29 year old is basically the Epstein of Twitch. <laughs> Without doing any research, 
without looking into it at all. We were just like, yeah, that's some shit we heard. Which, like, if that happened to us, right? If that happened to you, if someone was like, blew my light at the Epstein and Twitch, you would be like, please listen to me. Look, look, examine the evidence. Look into the facts. And then we were on the other side of it. And we were like, yeah, I don't know. I think he did human trafficking, maybe. <laughs> no, no, that was real. <coughs> this is, we're all we're, this is the one this is the one dude I can't breathe this, <laughs> is that, this we're all, we're like fucking we're like Rose McGowan we're just like they're all rapists anyone who's accused of being a rapist is a rapist <laughs> I believe them all I, I believe yeah. their stories <laughs> <laughs> that's us People say we're not woke. We're super woke. We're just like, fuck that. Dude, my lungs are depleted. I, I can't go. I can't. I'm going to die. Because this was trending well, 15 hours ago, too. So if we just recorded any other day, we would have gone another episode where basically you could have thought every one of you know the two of us both agreed that Sky Williams was a disgusting pervert. Turns out. Turns, it's not true. Turns out we. <laughs> turns he out, didn't do anything. <laughs> he's probably, probably not that bad of a guy. <laughs> well, and did you hear the other thing about the money? Because that part's almost more interesting than the than all the like human trafficking or what? Not human trafficking, but like <laughs> creating a house of abuse thing that he didn't do. Right. Did you hear the thing about the money? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. So he had a, a buddy who was like, I don't know, he was like a COD streamer or somebody who had money who also, when all of this was happening, was like, by the way, Sky Williams like owes me $55,000. He like borrowed it for like a fake business thing and then never paid me back. That's uh-huh. true. But apparently, and this is like the story as it is now, apparently that happened because Sky Williams' dad lied to him about having cancer. And oh. needing money for cancer treatment. Oh, and so no. So this guy borrowed this money. He, like, got this money from his friend and gave it to his dad for cancer treatment. And his dad used the money. This happened to get penile implant surgery. <laughs> so while everybody is is making up that you're Jeffrey Epstein, the fake Jeffrey Epstein of Twitch, your father is also lying to you about having cancer so to that get he dick can implants. get a dick. That's fuck there... yes, dude. I can't believe we dogpiled on him. Guy. He totally He's deserves the... like compassion and empathy for being like scammed and fucking, you know, having his reputation ruined. But instead, <laughs> instead, we said we would rather hang out with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> we said, I said those words. <laughs> well, Sky, yeah, uh, I don't think I said that. It might have been uh, just zombie. And uh, <laughs> he lives in the United Arab Emirates. So, like, laws are different there. Yeah. Yeah. The United Arab Emirates where you're allowed to slander people. Yeah. There's no. So don't call us because that's where we're headquartered in, in Saudi Arabia. We're, yeah. we're Wahhabi. Um. 
<laughs> Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to backtrack from telling a gay dude on the internet that I'm a Wahhabi. Never mind, dude. I'm not a Wahhabi. All right. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, uh, okay, welcome to Sunday School. Allahul Akbar. Allahul Akbar. Vashallah <laughs> Habibi. Yeah. Ah. Boom. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes, dude. The... Oh, man. That's. See, I said I had. I told you before we got on that I had the juice. We're nine <laughs> minutes in and I'm, I'm cooking. Okay. Uh, you want to tell me about child protective services yeah 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 <laughs> dude we're starting off we're starting off making ourselves look great and like the seventh or eighth grade one of my friends and i had uh like this running beef with a couple of other kids and at one point i found out that his parents were like drug abusers or whatever and so we cook up this plan of course this is the seventh grade right not something i would do now we cook up this plan to make an anonymous call to CPS to say that we're that kid and that our parents are doing drugs in front of us because I thought it would be hilarious if we got this kid like put into the foster system. <laughs> so we make the call. I don't see the kid for a little bit in school. It semi works. Uh, he gets like, like loses his parents lose temporary custody of, of him. Because they do find drugs in the house whenever this happens. Uh, the He goes and lives with his aunt. His parents get clean on rehab. Now his dad owns a construction company. <laughs> and they live a fine life. They, I mean, they're not like poor, but, you know, they, they aren't crackheads anymore. And I thought, genuinely, I thought that I was going to get a young kid lost in the foster system. And all I did was help him. And that felt like a very big <laughs> loss to me. I just wanted and, him to get forgotten in the world and left and, behind. <laughs> and it, it didn't work. Instead, he might even be doing better than I am at 33. Well, this is why zero tolerance policies for bullying are a bad idea. Right. Because bullying can help people. True that. Early and like, often. Yeah. Well, that's that's so dark. Honest, you know what I mean? If you suppose he did get lost in the foster system, that's worse than if you just like shot him in the knee. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be like better for him. Yeah. Yeah. In the long run. That's... No, you're 100% correct. It, no, thinking back on it, it's a very fucked up thing to do. But I was in the seventh grade. So it's okay. If I had done this as like a teenager, I don't think I could I could just wear like you know, yeah, no big deal. I mean I was. I was like 14, 13, 13 in the seventh grade, but I don't come know. On. How many grades did you fail? One. Okay, well which one? The fourth. Then you were like 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't actually fail a grade, is we had a flood and my mom had cancer. So I missed out on some school oh whenever because I was oh I was homeschooled. And a flood came and flooded out the town. My mom had cancer. So for like three months, I couldn't learn. So I was just like, I just had to do the fourth grade again. But the fourth grade is like, I'm so sorry. Who were the American presidents? And I'm like, I don't know, Abraham Lincoln. And they go, yes, congratulations. You're done with fourth grade. 
It was a really dumb grade to have to repeat. I'm so sorry. What? <laughs> just, my, my point was to bring up that you like, you're 12, 13 in the seventh grade and everybody knows that. So I like rhetorically asked, how many grades did you fail? And you're like, one, I failed the fourth grade. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like. <laughs> you, I didn't mean, you were homeschooled? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was uh, a mix of homeschooled and private schooled for uh, maybe like second, third, fourth, and fourth grade. Something like that. Man. So I went to a private, uh, like Catholic school, uh, a couple of days a week, and then I would stay at home and do normal work, and then I'd go back to that private school, and then I'd come back. Oh, but they like between. mixed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I, there was like um, really bad gang issues in the particular area where I lived, and there was like a gang war going on between uh the M MBC and the H and S, which are two Laotian gangs that are in my area, and so. Because of how frequently they would have weapon fights right in front of the school, they started asking people to like only come on certain days. So they just split it up. It was pretty Man. wild. One time there was a fucking umbrella fight, dude. Like a rainy ass day. <laughs> We're standing out, you know, all of us in our uniforms in the fucking grass, just like standing uh, like the, by this tree. And you look over and there's all these Asian dudes standing on cars on the fucking sidewalk in the middle of the street, just swinging umbrellas at each other, fucking trying to stab them <laughs> like there's spears and shit, screaming at the top of their fucking lungs because it's like an actual war. There's kids and dogs running around. It's it's literally a scene from like Vietnam, just like the worst fucking conflict you can get. It was beautiful. No, it's. It's literally a scene from like a like a Benny Hill sketch or like Mr. Bean or something like <laughs> that's so abs that's so absurd that they fought with umbrellas. There's like ragtime music playing in the back. Yeah, yeah, yak, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Put yakety sacks over the top of that. That's a, okay. A, a title card sense. comes up, but it's like Mr. Kim is really mad, and then it shows him shaking his fist. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. The first shot is him sadly walking in the rain. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That makes... Okay, wow. That's great. That makes sense that it was mixed. Because I was going to be like, if you were homeschooled, you would be more... You would be less socially fluent. Right. Like, you would have that weird... Homeschool kids are never good at, like, interacting with people. Even when they're, like, 32. No, it's completely true. That we you, yeah. you you fuck them up by keeping them away from, well, bully. To be honest, because nobody nobody ever went, dude. Don't fucking say that. You goddamn weirdo. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> so they spent their whole yeah. life just being like, oh, I'll just talk about dick cheese. Have you guys noticed that? Like, I mean, I'm not circumcised, <laughs> so if I get really sweaty around the tip of my dick, there'll be a bunch of white stuff. And everybody else is like, what the fuck is your problem? Don't say that. You're 38 years old at a Walmart. You're the manager at a Walmart. Don't say that right now. <laughs> that's that's yeah. That's so that's so true. That's classic so true. homeschool kids, dude, talking about their smegma. Just just weird things. Just like you know when your parents are hitting you with the Bible. <laughs> it's not a relatable. It's not a relatable anecdote. <laughs> You know how like you're getting ready for your second arranged marriage to a, a girl that your dad wants to bang? Well, 
I, I for yeah, some man. reason I was thinking about like a Mormon cult where the the head of the cult, like the what was that guy's fucking name, uh, Warren Jeffs, instead of yes. wanting to just bang the kids, he wants his kids to marry the kids so that he could have an affair with their his kids kid bride that's the that's the character yeah, like I his put te- in my head yeah like his teenage son's wife yeah that's his goal yeah he wants to cuck his own son with his son's <laughs> arranged marriage that he forced upon him i don't know why this like i have this mega pedophile fucking mormon character in my brain and he's he, I, I just i love him so much i just made him up this is the movie i need to make <laughs> I would it's it's a revenge film from the son's perspective it's like Kill Bill because nothing it's like a metaphor for like crumbling masculinity Uh, because it's like dude I would never be okay if you're like in rehab and everybody's like talking about what happened and someone's like oh I lost my job and my wife left me and someone else is like I'm you know I was like molested as a child and I drink to cope with it and then you were just like yeah when i was 16 my dad fucked my wife <laughs> and then you just win rehab <laughs> everybody else goes there's like oh a prostitute my there God, dude Ooh. Ooh, there's a guy he spits out some of his teeth from meth and he's that's the worst shit i've ever heard in my life dude <laughs> that's like fucked up yeah they 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 all it starts out with like guys uh welcome you know we lost jeff he relapsed uh overdosed we're gonna go into our first story mr zombie yeah so my dad made me get married to another young like when i was a minor to another minor and then i couldn't have sex with her he would only have sex with her and i'd have to watch and then he'd get up spit in my face and say (laughs) you'll figure out how to do it when you get older bitch and close the door and then Okay, yeah, no, we're good. You guys all win rehab. You guys are all finished. Everyone gets your chips. This guy never come back. And uh, guys, we'll tell you the new location. Okay, wait till he leaves. Wait till zombie leaves. And we'll tell you the new rehab location. Okay, he can't come okay. anymore. Okay. So two things. One, I like how you've done sleight of hand so that now I'm that guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. You know, I might deserve. Lord knows I make fun of you. And then the other thing is, I just like, I like the idea of the rehab counselor being like, look, it's kind of against my training to say this, but I don't think you should get sober because there are some things that you should, people should run from certain things. Hey, listen, guy, don't open up about this ever again. Bottle that up. All right. I know I'm a licensed therapist. This is illegal. Keep that inside. You want some razor blades or something? Make the pain go away a different way. Stop telling people this. Do not accept that you have an addiction and you're powerless to control it. Do not give yourself over to a higher power as you conceive of them. Do not uh, make a list of your amends. Do not make amends. Do none of these things. Like reverse rehab where everybody sits down and the like the the guy that's running it stands up and he's like, okay, uh, today we're gonna talk about ways to make it all go away. So alcohol, very effective. You'll forget a lot of things. <laughs> Suicide, number one effective method. Okay, but you gotta remember, 
down the street, not across the bridge. Everybody remember this. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's this one guy That's there so like, oh, okay. Okay, so I'll start doing drugs. And then if that doesn't make me feel better about the fact that I killed my wife while I was drunk driving last year, I should kill myself. And then he, the guy comes over and gives him a chip. Wow, one month. You're you're a survivor of a cult where, you, as a teenager, your dad fucked your wife. And then, just like a refugee from North Korea, it's like, I remember there would be a famine and we would have to worship a picture of the great leader. But I had a girl I liked and a father and they did not speak. And that made me okay. <laughs> I cannot imagine. My one comfort was my love for her and my father's lack of love for her. And that made everything okay. <laughs> the DPRK. Oh, shit. I don't know. Okay. I, I would like a, a list of all of the uh, completely fucked off fake characters that we've made up. and And just try to see... You know what's what's the what what's like the running trend? I feel like every character we've made up is like fucked up. One guy, he just wants to to piss fuck somebody and do water sports, but like <laughs> if they say no, he calls them a racist. What would do? We, See, we don't. Go we've ahead. never made up a nice person. Who's the nicest person we've <laughs> ever made up? There's, there's no joke. <laughs> there's no there's no moment. At which we've been optimistic. <laughs> we said sorry one time. That's the closest we've gotten is issuing an apology. Did we actually officially um, apologize to Sky Williams? Or did we just say 20 minutes ago we should and then let that go? Yeah. You know what? That's I got to real quick. I got to pee. But can you apologize to Sky Williams? While I'm yeah. No, I'll take that time right now. Okay. okay. Sure. Yeah. Listen, Sky. Hans Lambarbosa was telling people all around the internet about this terrible thing. Uh, he lives in Costa Rica. I can give you his address, his personal address, if you'd like, his email address, his uh, Twitter account. And, uh, yeah, just have your legal team contact him directly. We don't have to worry about contacting us. Of course, we were we were only discussing something that we alleged to be true based on the misinformation delivered to us by one Hans Lambarboza. And, uh, you know, that's not our fault. So we refuse to accept responsibility for that. We accept that you're prob your feelings are probably hurt. But again, it wasn't us that hurt your feelings te technically. It was Hans Lambarboza who lives in Costa Rica. Not us, not Zombie or Bloom, and, and those aren't our even real names, but you couldn't find our real names. Anyways, uh, but Hans Lambarboza, real guy, lives in Costa Rica, called uh, Sky Williams, not Cat Williams. Did I say Cat Williams earlier? Cat Williams, if you're listening, this isn't an apology to you, it's an apology to Sky Williams. I don't know. I may have said cat like three or four times. That's an accident. <laughs> I may have got the names. All right. Steps. We we might have had three minutes of me apologizing to Cat Williams. I genuinely forget if I said cat or sky. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, Cat Williams. Uh, 
sorry we stole your bit about that guy with the boomerang legs <laughs> who sprinted in the Olympics. Sorry we took that from you. Sorry. Yo, one time Cat Williams got arrested in Sacramento, uh, you know, a couple miles from here, for, um, like, smoking a bunch of crack and getting in a high-speed chase with the cops. And I think he was throwing clothing out of the car as he was going. And they, like, arrested him for a single day and just, like, cut and release. Because the cops have dealt with him so much in this area. They're just like, fuck it, just let this guy go. He'll be back in a month. It doesn't matter how much time he gets in jail. I believe he was, like, throwing shoes and pants out of the window during the chase. <laughs> just a bunch of people in Sacramento wearing, like, purple frilly shirts and stuff the next day. <laughs> Alligator skin boots. <laughs> is, a, uh, is this a Cat Williams impersonator party? No, 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 no. He was just on crack driving through a neighborhood stripping. So we all got free That's clothes. why... Yeah, there's a reason we all look like a pimp from Louisiana, <laughs> and it's not because we decided to do that. Um, fuck, dude. We must be able to think of something that's nice. <laughs> like, we must be able to come up with, like, a a bit where someone's doing something nice for someone else. Yeah, yeah. Uh... There's a guy... Um... And he's he's friendly, right? But uh, it has to also be funny, okay? So that's the problem. That's the part. That's the part. Okay, I got it. I got it. Uh, there's a man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't it. know. I don't know how to do this. This is impossible. I this really does feel like someone's pulling your fingernails. All, all I was thinking of of how funny it would be to have a movie where it's like a guy doing um. Like, like he's like saving Jewish people from Nazis, you know, he's been hiding them. <clears throat> he's got like a hundred okay. Jewish people and he's going to transport them. And he's like, okay, now is the day. And they get into the truck and they're going. And then he just takes them to Auschwitz. And he's like, gotcha. <laughs> Joke's on you, bitch. This whole time. That's <laughs> no. that. You said we should do a thing or we said that we should do a thing. We're thinking about nice people. And I was just thinking about somebody lying to jewish people and telling them they'd get them out of the ghettos of of germany and poland i i don't know what the what's a nice guy <laughs> yeah who is a nice who do we like <laughs> is there someone we respect on the earth oh uh... we gotta start there rather than coming up we try to come up with a fake nice person and then we're like i don't know if there's a guy in the real world <laughs> That we think is a good guy. Uh, um, uh, I don't know. What about like Mr. Beast? People seem to like him. I don't like him, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know if this is this is like so unpopular, but I just feel like he's kind of a fucking dumbass. I don't know. I don't really. I don't. I don't like this. Like, oh, I'm gonna have my friends keep their hand on a car, and like one of them gets it. To me, it's really boring content. I get that it's smart and it like is good for the algorithm, but it's just to me like very stupid. It's just very stupid and boring. <laughs> I need this guy Come to on, like, man. I don't know, because he'll be like, oh, frick, you've done this for too long. Bet your hands all sore, golly. And I'm like, fuck, dude, <laughs> what the hell's good? Come up to one of your friends and be like, you fucktard. All you have to do is stand in this house and your fucking dumbass can't do it. 12 hours, $10,000, you're holding a hula hoop. 
don't be a fucking retard. <laughs> like, that's what I need. <laughs> but he doesn't do that. And so it's, I guess what the problem is that it's too, quote unquote, wholesome. <laughs> you're fucking, you're ruining this for me, Chandler. <laughs> Come on. That guy's the worst. Pull it together. That guy's the fucking worst, right? Because, like, these challenges are easy. And this dude will bitch out of them. Like, they'll be like, sit in a ball pit for two days. And 45 minutes in the first one, he's sweating. I can't do it. The pressure is too much. These plastic balls that weigh 14 grams each are weighing me down. I need to go. <laughs> And then the next fucking video, it'll be like Beast be like, oh, I just bought Chandler a new house because his family was poor forever. Why? Fuck that guy. He can't do <laughs> shit. Kick him out of your fucking crew. That's what black people, whenever they become pimps and get money from selling people, they surround themselves with other people that are fucking cool. They get an entourage of people and you're like, holy shit, look at this fucking pimp. White people, when they do it, they get fucking four Chandlers and that dude that looks like a viking but is otherwise also a fucking <laughs> pussy i don't get what the fuck that crew is i don't mean to be mad i'm just poor so, and jealous <laughs> so if you were mr beast you'd have like fucking like david goggins <laughs> and jacko willink around you that fucking lady who does the ultra marathons and it <laughs> yes one person would like one everybody except the winner would have to be hospitalized every time <laughs> Because no one, they're all people who like psychologically can't stand to lose. I want, uh, I want just a crew of people where it's like a black chick with the super long nails. Whenever you walk up to us, like my Mr. V Beast videos would be like, hey, we're going to be standing on this meth corner and whoever sells the most meth <laughs> gets to just keep the profits like you normally were. Okay. So it's just a video of us selling meth. And then just like a long nail ghetto lady just standing there, a dude that perpetually smokes a blunt, but he smokes it by putting it all the way in his mouth, very creep-alike, but like, it's okay because he's not going to share anyways. And just nobody wants to approach him. That's my Mr. Beast crew. And not all these like <laughs> North Carolina suburb guys that are, that are going to start talking baseball stats. Generic white dudes is what it is. Yeah, man. I mean... Just like you, you know, that zombie. guy has like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I should go. I got to write up Mr. Beast to be like, look, I got to let me in your crew. I'm wholesome. I'll I don't do <laughs> wait. No, 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 no. Because because I was trying to promo the podcast the other day and I was they were like, well, what's your show about? And I was like, well, zombie was talking about this one time he was fucking this girl and she started screaming about how she wanted to be fucked like a nun or something about how she wanted to be like tortured like how nuns torture themselves and he didn't like it but you know he's trying to get that nut off so like he kept doing it and then also we were talking about how we'd rather hang out with jeffrey epstein than some like minecraft player or whatever and my friend was like that's what the fuck is this show and I, <laughs> I mean it's this normal show i don't know what to tell you today though yeah, we people we i think we cleaned up go ahead you know, today's a wholesome episode yeah this is the wholesome episode we really don't have a line it's Sunday school is a podcast about becoming okay with the fact that you're a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What it's, it's like, you know, the Catholics go to confessional or whatever, and they talk to a, a priest and they, you know, I, I fucking jacked off the other day and smelled my cum or whatever Catholics get like upset about. But 
we instead of having a, a sort of professional like mediate this problem we just tell each other and then go good job dude that's fucking great yeah and i mean if we yeah. get worse we get worse but at least we're opening up about it <laughs> it's like sunday school i'm referring to your podcast by the name seems weird but this podcast is like if i went to a confessional booth and i was like okay you know bless me father for i have sinned it has been four months since my last confession he's like okay my child what did you do and i was like well i didn't cheat on my wife but i was thinking it would be funny <laughs> if i slept with her sister because her sister's much uglier than her. okay so here's the idea and then i just pitched the priest sins that i think would be like funny sins to do it's like your your wife is like okay you cheated on me with my 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 sister but also the sister that i know is uglier than me but then yeah does that mean that you don't think she's uglier than me like that would cause some serious internal conflict that's a fucked up thing to do to somebody i love it i love father what if i took the father what if i took the lord's name in vain in every language possible (laughs) And did it as like a like a speed run? Are you familiar with speed run? <laughs> well, father, or forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. What is your sin, my child? Or whatever the fuck they said. I steal from those cups that homeless people have and then spit right in their mouth when they say, hey. I wait for them <laughs> to go, hey. And as soon as they do, I spit in their mouth while it's open and I run away. Is this? And the, the priest is like, no, that's fine. You're cool. <laughs> it's whatever. He's poor. The priest is he's just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> for, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I slept with my wife's sister. And he's like, you slept with Jennifer? <laughs> She's busted. I that warthog bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And then we step out of the conf- confession booth, and it's it's just you dressed like a priest. <laughs> I'm like, oh, You're like, yo, what's up? It's like, wait, wait, wait. hold up, hold on. You you fuck dog. You're gonna need a penicillin shot for sure. Get into that free clinic. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give them my card. Say, hey, Bloom sent me. They're gonna get you the Bloom special. Two shots of penicillin. A little bit of candy. You'll be good. Just giving people how to get rid of their STDs. That's my version of a real church. Sex ed church. Okay. <laughs> what what about that bit we did about um <laughs> all the like the Native American reservation where everybody is like like part Dominican or part African and there was a chief called Lil Crow? <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, that? Lil, Lil Crow, dude. That's vaguely positive. <laughs> right? There's nothing shitty about that. That's kind of could be nice. <laughs> honestly, honestly, even though we have to like trudge through a bunch of racial stereotypes that we fuse together in order to get to this guy, <laughs> you're right. We didn't he didn't do a rape. He didn't do murder. Yeah. He wasn't like a racist or framing anybody for racism. He didn't say anything bad about Sky Williams. We just thought it would be funny (laughs) if you went to a Native American reservation, everybody there was black dudes effectively doing red face and the chief was named Lil Crow. 
That's all it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I was I was running that program uh, just in like uh, in the back of my mind the whole we're doing this church bit. I was like, we got to said something one time that was kind of nice. Right. <laughs> the problem is I am such a bitter and jealous person that the only people I think about are people that I think are better than me that I hate for being better than me. <laughs> I don't unless I'm thinking about somebody that I think is like worse than me i don't really i don't have this oh it's just a person thing people are either better or worse and i hate everybody better than me and i make fun of well i guess both of them but you know in different ways sky williams is i guess better than me because while i hated him i thought he was a pedophile two weeks ago well i mean fucking an hour ago i thought he was a pedophile <laughs> uh yeah dude okay uh so a couple things um one i get that you're jealous of everyone but also you were probably like cursed by like a witch when huh. you were a kid so maybe you're entitled to your bitterness i don't know because i used to think that you were like one of the unluckiest people i've ever heard of but sky williams i think is the <laughs> unluckiest person i've ever heard of. he got fucked pretty bad <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> so maybe it's time. You know what I mean? What would Rogan do? I feel like he wouldn't think about how jealous and bitter he is all the time. I don't think that was like the key to his podcasting success. No, he would just take a bunch of DMT and watch a nature documentary, which doesn't sound bad. But I also don't think it's going to fix my insane jealousy and bitter pro bitterness problem. Genuinely. I, I, it's a different. What? I was going to say it's a different thing to do. It's just something other than sitting around and feeling jealous of people. At least it's <laughs> not have, that. You have to do it consistently in order to to just avoid the other things. Like if you spend 14 hours a day high on DMT watching Planet Earth, yeah, there's not much time for you to be a bitter asshole. But also there's not much time for you to do anything else like shit yourself because you, you're high on DMT watching nature documentaries. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. Well, that's a good point. I don't know. It, it, like it's one of those people talk about things like DMT and sensory deprivation as being really enlightening, but it is a thing where sort of the conversation is just you talking about you liking it and not you convincing me that it's a good idea to, I don't know, almost drown myself in a pitch black fucking tube. There's no, it's <laughs> not the most convincing conversation. Joe Rogan's never convinced <laughs> me to do DMT other than just my sleep. No, nobody's gonna drown. You're so fucking not. I'm like this too, but you're so dark. No one's drowning in a sem sensory deprivation tank. I feel like someone's died in a sensory deprivation tank. <laughs> do you do you drown in the bath? <laughs> you're just like fuck. I can't handle this. <laughs> it's not that much water. People Sit die up. in the bath all the time, dude. Uh. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess. Is... So maybe someone's died. No, it's like super rare. What are you look? Yeah, maybe somebody's died in sensory sensory deprivation tank because they like had a heart attack or whatever. But that's not like. Uh, uh yeah, biotech engineer found dead in sensory de sensory deprivation tank. I mean, this is like <laughs> two years old, and he is doing some weird shit. Not even normal. Damn it! Yeah, I um, guess nobody dies doing this at all. 
Oh, here. What did you guys watch? North Texas. Okay. I found it. Hell yeah. Somebody, I mean, rest in peace, guy. Damn, I don't like this because I was celebrating when this person died. I was actually, you know, like whenever your favorite fighter wins a fight, you're like, oh, yeah. I had that that mm, dopamine hit discovering that a person <laughs> died in a sensor deprivation tank. I feel like shit right now. <laughs> Let's go. Drowned. Told you, zombie, you can drown in two feet of water. <laughs> I knew it. Thank you. Uh, Sheila Robinson died at 23. Ah! <laughs> Why the fuck would you say her name? It was a fake name. I made it up. I made it up. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I made it up. There was a real person, though. We just emailed the episode to her family. <laughs> being like, there's a bit... You got to go about 40 minutes in. There's a good bit. We need you to see. We like this bit. We sent the wrong episode. We get an email back and it's like, yeah, I don't know. Matching that music up to that scene of Boys Don't Cry, kind of, it kind of fucked me up, bro. It kind of fucked me up. But I appreciate the reference. It was good. This is so, I like how, you know, this is what we should do if we don't have any bits. Just talk about our own show and times before when we were funny. It's a bottleneck episode, like a TV sitcom, right? We just use one set and then talk about previous episodes and show clips of those. That's a good one. Yeah, we're low on budget. We don't, we don't have enough money <laughs> for new jokes. We've, stri- we've reached the end of the season. We don't know if we're going to get picked back up. So... We have to, what we have to do is we have to riff inside premises we've already used. We can't go anywhere. The, like we sit down, you know, and, and we're like showing our expense reports and it's like a coffee, you know, $80 worth of coffee over several months of, of recording uh, weed, a couple hundred bucks. And it's like jokes, $50,000. <laughs> we, we have spent the budget on jokes we have no more jokes what do we do all right can we repurpose old jokes for half price yeah i guess we we should have probably been honest about this before but we don't none of these ideas are ours i don't if we should have said that we employ a team of writers who give us our premises beforehand uh i have their names here i just want to say thank you to uh sarah silverman uh amy Schumer. Um, I want to say I want to say thank you to uh, uh, Maria Bamford. Lisa, That's very much Lisa appreciated for your contributing. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. Uh, Tig Nataro. She's on the company, costing the company medical plan a lot of money, but we appreciate you. Uh, I believe the bit about the rape scene in Boys Don't Cry was hers. That one really went over like gangbusters. So thank you. Oh. I would love if fucking Tig Nataro came out on stage yeah. for one of her not comedy comedy specials. It was like, you guys ever seen the rape scene of Boys Don't Cry? And also, <laughs> are you familiar with the song Freebird from Leonard Skinner? <laughs> because let me tell you. <laughs> That's... When I had my breasts removed due to cancer, the only thing that made me feel better was taking DMT and sitting in a room 
listening to Freebird and watching the rape scene from Boys Don't Cry. It's the only thing that improved my mood. Um, Dick's the all right. Dick the Taro's new special is so bold. It's trending on Twitter and shit. <laughs> she would, yeah. Controversial avant-garde genius. Uh, all right, who else we got here? Sorry, I'm just looking. I got some company notes. Uh, Eliza Schlesinger. Um, her, she did the one. Uh, <laughs> all of the the Stephen Crowder stuff about him uh, blowing a cop. That was her idea. She said, "Wouldn't it be funny if Stephen Crowder sucked off a cop to prove that police can do no wrong? Wouldn't it be funny if Stephen Crowder allowed himself." To be raped by a cop. <laughs> you see? Back to back. <laughs> yeah. We here at Sunday School, uh, we have a, an all-female writer's room of the, the highest paid female comedians on earth. And they work for us and they write That's racist how... jokes <laughs> about sexual assault. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fucking damn it, <laughs> did I tell you did I tell you that I uh I often role play with Felicia Day and at any time okay at any time Felicia Day could come across any of this content <laughs> yeah we could you know she could at some point be like bloom i thought you're a great role player could you you know and you I, you heard a, you do a podcast could you send us something and i could just send the last the last episode just this episode and be like here you go felicia day from the um, okay yeah so what about uh it's it's a uh, a bunch of people playing world of warcraft but as they play world of warcraft they're also uh, trafficking children online. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> they're in their homes and they're, they have a guild, <laughs> a guild meeting. And it's about which of them is going to go to Thailand. And they fight about it until Felicia Day is, no, or I mean, not Felicia Day, um, a moderately attracted redhead woman named Gwen. <laughs> It's like I don't want to go to Thailand. <laughs> I went last time. I, went I got. <laughs> yeah. I don't enjoy speaking with the locals. <laughs> how do you? This is an honest question. How do you actually plan a trip to Thailand like safely? Because you could very easily end up in like fuck it with just surrounded by lady boys and not know it. You could end up in any one of the places that have you have you ever heard of black syphilis probably not because you're not from thailand <laughs> what? this real thing that's there's a strain of syphilis colloquially called black syphilis that is so bad that the 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 government in thailand when they discover that it's it's a bit of an issue in thailand will make you stay in thailand forever if it if they discover you have it if you go to the doctor and you're like my dick <laughs> is rotting off They'll be like, congratulations, you are permanently a, a resident of Thailand, because if this disease gets anywhere, penises will be done for. So you're stuck here. 
True. Jesus. Jesus. Mm-hmm. They also have a really, That's... really bad AIDS epidemic that they, they, they don't talk about in Thailand. It's like bad. Why? Why? Are there so many STD problems in the sex tourism capital of the world? You would think that How? there's so much sex going on there. They would have like the best sex. Like, you, you know, people, if that's, that's your main source of revenue is like the pussy, you're going to take care of the pussy, right? <laughs> it's not. Sex tourism is not Thailand's main source of revenue. I think it that's is. So, I think it is. I'm not. I'm not willing to say that to the Thai people. I'm sure people go there to see their many temples or to take in uh, some Wai Thai matches. They I'm sure people love to go. Say fuck <laughs> Katui lady boys inside of those temples. That's what they do. Post op tea girls. Wonderful local cuisine. You can eat shrimp with peanut oil <laughs> or. Check out their beautiful lagoons in which you can snorkel. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. That's not Sorry, okay. Trans human Day. rights. Would you eventually? No, <laughs> that was fine. That was fine. The thing we said about Felicia Day was okay. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. I am sorry. But you know what? Also, it's okay, dude. Pornhub needs to catch up and change their categories because it's ingrained in my memory. <laughs> The reason I'm being bigoted is because of how much I've sexualized you in the past. You don't understand. <laughs> we were also wrong. It's just it's just normal. Yeah, it's just normal misogyny. It's, uh... it's not it's not a phobia at all. <laughs> all right. Honestly, you were right. Thailand d- does export a lot of manufactured goods. But I think Thank you. right when it says labor force thirty eight million, <laughs> right? I'm thinking thirty eight million prostitutes. Thirty eight million prostitutes. That's gotta be labor force thirty. You think there's thirty eight million people making YKK zippers in Thailand? Doubt it. You think the world has a need for thirty eight million prostitutes? There's 7 billion people. So if each prostitute services 100 people a year, that's every man on earth. Hell yeah, dude. The future is badass. (laughs) (laughs) Every guy on earth, including prepubescent people, literally have a demand for Thai sex work. The demand for Thai sex right. through the roof, dude. 38 million times 100 is 3.8 billion, I think. It's probably. I I'm not an economist right. or uh, an accountant. I just know that there's a lot of <laughs> prostitution in Thailand and that we should all be getting some of that. No. No, that's not we We should not do that. What was the thing that that's... I was saying before? I don't remember. Was... I thought I was telling people, wasn't I doing an ad read for a Thai, Taiwanese sex industry? I don't remember what the bit started as. You were We talked about black syphilis. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were saying don't go to Thailand. I got completely mixed up. Well, once we started talking about how <laughs> much prostitution there was, I was like, well, shit, it doesn't really sound that bad. There's no way. Every person working in Thailand is a prostitute. I feel like 
there's so many reasons who would feed the pro it's like <laughs> it's like that thing with vegans where you're like okay say you're on an island and the only thing on the island to eat is fucking pigs that's it that's all there's no other animals i'm almost stealing someone else's bit brett something but anyway good for him fuck you brett your jokes ripped bitch fuck you 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 open micer from calgary that i knew eight years ago uh <laughs> I don't remember his name. He had a couple funny He's jokes. He's stealing though. an open micer's bit. He's working so goddamn hard to get five minutes. So we're just like, <laughs> steal it, put it on his show, 100 downloads. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's, uh, it's a move. It's a classic comedy move called the Mencia. <laughs> <laughs> Where that's, we do all sorts of, have all sorts of influences on Sunday school. One of them is Carlos Mencia. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, you ever see that movie Panic Room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, what's that? Uh, isn't that Jodie Foster? A friend of the show, Jodie Foster. <laughs> <laughs> Jodie Foster and Kirsten Stewart, friend of the show. She came up a few times. <laughs> Next week on on the Sunday School with Zombie and Bloom, we'll just talk about Contact. Yeah, yeah. We did talk about Contact Dude, already because we, we did the bit about Sagan and the aliens, <laughs> the Nazi aliens. I told you, dude, friend of the show, Jody Foster. I love the bottle episode. Dude, it's great. I also, yeah, I I also love the idea where we're like, we've essentially come up with enough premises. We're just, we're just, we're running through it. We're like fucking, we're like the Big Bang Theory in season nine. Yeah, yeah. Remember it's like, oh, is he... Is he going to go on an awkward date again? <laughs> we're we're rehashing the knock 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 petty thing one last time. <laughs> um, no, okay. So Panic Room, uh, you know, one of the lesser David Fincher movies for sure. Um, uh, Jodie Foster and Kirsten Stewart are like a mother and daughter. And they have the panic room in their house, right? Have you seen this movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, around the time it first came out, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two, 2002. Someone's trying to like rob them in their house and then they hide inside the panic room. But then they're like sort of like assailed in there. Like they try to drill in and then they like fill it with gas. And the point is that the thing that was supposed to keep them safe becomes like a prison. So I want to do a remake of Panic Room called Polycule about people who join like a group relationship with like four or five members to keep themselves uh -huh. safe but then it in itself becomes a prison from which they cannot escape that is like much worse than the world on the outside and then the trailer is just someone screaming it's worse in the polycule <laughs> it's worse in the polycule <laughs> like attica but it's, it's worse than the polycule <laughs> It's worse than the ball. It's, it's like one of the members, one of the nodes, some like, you know, like woman with like F cup tits, which is like 197 pounds, is like flirting with some guy on a street corner and telling them about how like everybody shares. And then just some like cuck who's like stuck back in the distance is screaming, it's worse than the polycule. It's polycule. worse than the polycule. It's so bad. Yeah. Is the the idea that everybody else would like genuinely enjoy fucking each other but they just like you for like the comedy 
So while the sex is going on and all the awesome hot stuff is there, you're just standing there like, yeah, it's cool to watch all my the people I'm in a relationship. Fuck. Uh, awesome. <laughs> like that, you fill the void that they all have for like a, a be, being sentimental and having intimate non-sexual <laughs> moments. So like you're never involved in that, but they always fuck in front of you. <laughs> Just a regular. It's super cut. cool that we're all. It's super cool that we're all jealous of each other. That's super cool. I like that. <laughs> it's it's friends, but they are all literally fucking. Like Monica comes over and Joey and Chandler are just fucking railing each other, and she's like, "Oh, gosh darn it, guys! No one ever fucks my asshole." And they're like, "Monica, your emotional support <laughs> in this relationship, okay?" You don't fill the void of sexual needs except for for Ross. <laughs> the, the, the Ross is her brother. Oh. Um, um, the, there's an episode about how like like Chandler comes too quick right. and he's all insecure. <laughs> I think I recall this. I do think that that's a real thing, isn't it? Isn't there an, an entire? Oh, no, an there's ep- an entire like friend story arc about Chandler having like ED or some shit. I'm pretty sure, or like low Damn. T. All right. Well, I'll have to uh, rewatch every episode. Talk to. <laughs> I'll have to talk to Sarah Silverman about that note and tell her that she stole that from friends. <laughs> and that's not what we pay her to do. You bitch, Sarah. You don't know if that's Sarah or Amy, right? It could get confusing who's doing. I the don't best. know. It's a white person's yeah. joke, so it probably wasn't Amy Schumer. Yeah, I mean. Hannah Gatsby just keeps pitching that we get serious and try to talk about the real issues. I don't know. Maybe. Isn't that maybe Nanette? Hannah? Isn't that the one that did the one? Yeah, Nanette? that's the Nanette oh, lady. God. Hannah Gatsby. That that would be like, imagine if I did stand-up comedy, but I just told my unlucky stories. Like, that's what that is. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> If you were, yeah, you were, yeah, you do like 15 minutes of like just boilerplate, like black and white people are different jokes. And then you're like, so I was supposed to be an animal, uh, but one day I didn't smoke weed. My friend got a job on fucking regular show. And that's it. Your, your corollary for, your corollary for being raped is the time you didn't get a job on regular show. Oh, shit. Imagine the course of your life being changed dramatically because one day you're just like, no, I don't, I won't get high right now. I got shit I got to do. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's just, that's, that would be just as impactful as I just lock up and I'm like, being, yeah, uh, you know, white people be like, this is my friend Charles. He's an entrepreneur. Black people be like, yo, this Chuck, he make crack. Anyways, I was once stabbed by my neighbor while I was stabbing him and almost went to federal prison right. for 10 years. All right. All right thanks for coming out. Um, Louis C.K. coming up next. That's ooh, the whole ooh, thing. Ooh, 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 ooh. And then I get off stage. <laughs> that's, the whole thing. Yeah, that's the whole bit. Did I tell you guys that uh, yeah. I got held back in fourth grade because my mom had cancer? Also, what's the deal with airplane food? And they're like, what? <laughs> hold on. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I, I gotta say before before uh, we get away from it because I gotta say my my Nanette thing is I I prefer that peak female comedy in the mainstream. Obviously, there are plenty of of very funny women that are working comedians uh, that you just don't see in Netflix specials because that's not how comedy specials work. Good people don't get them. Uh, industry plants. And uh, the 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 chain of nepotism is how it works, and that's how you get jobs in the industry nowadays. But I like that it's gone to like things like Hannah Gadsby or whatever, and it's not more of this like my mother wants me to date a doctor, but I don't want to date a doctor. <laughs> I want to date a bad boy that calls me baby as whatever's. Like it's I I'm glad it's it's shifted to like very sad story. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I was trying to think. It, it's just like you get up on stage and you're like, take my wife. Take my wife, please. <laughs> Look, I was in a horrific motorcycle accident. <laughs> I was supposed to. I loved doing jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> this started out. This started out with me being like, wouldn't it be funny if we compared your tragedy to a woman with Asperger's who was sexually assaulted and like pretended that those were equally bad? But it's just become, I'd be like, I don't know. It's close. Like if you stack all the four shitty things that have happened to you together, it's like almost as bad as what happened to Hannah Gatsby. It, it eventually is like, yeah, no, these are, these are bad things. Yes, you're right. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I found my fucking my 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 path, my trajectory to stardom. I know how to do it now. It's you, you and Hannah Gatsby in an outback steakhouse, like relating to each other. <laughs> She's you're like I I true too tried to sublimate my pain into the avenue of comedy but it, it proved insufficient and she's like it's really not enough <laughs> you have to be real you have to be real are you doing a new zealand accent is that not up there not up there dancing like a fucking room <laughs> they look at you <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> i like this steve i like the idea of you and hannah gatsby relating to each other as people who are in too much pain to do comedy just bouncing back and forth. There's a waiter there with a thing like he doesn't want to interrupt because this is ex- he's just in the worst <laughs> mood now. He felt fine. Now he's like a tripping out. Beautiful. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm going to hit up Hannah Gatsby as soon as we get free. Hey, you want to do a depressing lunch later? <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? Uh, no, not really. I'm sweating balls. California's hot. Uh, California sun has some. Okay. Um, thank you everyone for listening to Sunday School. Uh, I've been zombie. You can follow me on Twitter at zombie underscore TV. Uh, Sunday School is available on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and uh, I don't know Stitcher. Like six other random ones that nobody uses. So, but it's there. You can go listen. Do it. Download it. I'm Bloom Online. Yeah. Mulatto underscore Jesus on Twitter and just Bloom Online on, on Twitch. 
you should, in fact, listen to this show more. Listen to previous episodes and then listen to this episode and then com- compare how much we enjoyed the jokes the first time we said them to when we when we brought them up again. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to the bottle episode. Uh, again, special thanks to our staff, uh, Sarah Silverman, Amy Schumer, Eliza Schlesinger, Maria Bamford, uh, Hannah Gatsby, even though she didn't contribute that much, and uh, Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> also, again, uh, we we have yet to officially apologize to Sky Williams. <laughs> Which is you not when I was at the bathroom? I said Cat Williams. Okay. I, for, I fucked it up. Sky Williams, we are sorry. Uh, you are you did not run a house of ill repute. We were misinformed. And we used that as fertile ground for comedy, but it was incorrect. Uh, we're sorry. We withdraw our previous statements. That was not right. Okay. Bye.